Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to help you put aside any doubts to the realness of spiritual prisons. As always, what these prisons look like and their dynamics will be the topic with the end goal to help anyone escape using the insight that will be brought to you here. Michi J will be your host, and she's the author of the book A Prisoner's Pardon, which this podcast is an outgrowth of. Please be advised this show will be only giving an account of personal experiences and testimonies. Each individual is different and in no way advising how to specifically address a particular person's situation. We ask that you always seek the advice of a pastor and or other authority for assistance. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is Michi J, and we're on a Prisoner's Pardon podcast. And today we're going to be having our guest. And that is Lloyd Portman. He's joining us again. Remember, he is the prophetic poet that I've been raving about because he is fantastic. Um, A little bit of background about Lloyd. Um, He was a pastor for over um, 11 years. He's a farmer. He's a coach. And and he's also also a a writer as well. But um, Lloyd has many hats, but the the most one I really enjoy is his poems because he has done like a couple for me. Um, He's done two, actually. So welcome, Lloyd, to the show. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for that wonderful welcome. Who's that man that you introduced? Right. Okay. (laughs) As you may know from his accent, I should have told you that he is from New Zealand. So down under. Yeah. And it's like winter there. So we you can keep that over there. Okay, Lloyd. We don't. Yeah, we we will. (laughs) Keep all the snow and the cold over there right now. Mm. We want to enjoy the heat over here. But yeah. Um, Lloyd, again, he is a professional poet. And um, Lloyd, just tell us a a little bit about, again, how you got started with poetry. It was when I was in the ministry and I was uh, selecting gifts for the staff that worked in our, um, our, we call them a book, we don't call them bookstores, we call them a bookshop, but we had a Christian bookshop that our church uh, owned, and I was down there selecting gifts for winter uh, for the uh, staff at Christmas. And I had all the pieces ready to sign up in the book, and God said, go home, take five um, blank cards and give them something from the pastor's desk. So I started writing the so-called message from the pastor and it all ended up as being a poem for each one and it was a prophetic poem and that's how it all started and I haven't stopped writing since. Wow and um, I must say like when you did my poem I was just like blown away and I thought it was um, you know really good to have Lloyd on the show because I know um, we talk about spiritual prisons and um, the fact that there are some and I believe like Lloyd he breaks through that because he gives you insight into um, your true self your spiritual self which is who you really are to help you just transcend those prisons because if you listen to this poem what he wrote about me and I, and you will understand, it's called Inside Me. Um, 
it, it says here, there's a lion inside me. On different occasions, it wakes up and roars. That scares me some because I have a sensitive, compassionate heart, which feels I am a defender of humanity. I feel both sides. That's when I become the lioness. Now, Lloyd was given insight into my spirit. Okay. <laughs> and I, I didn't tell him anything, y'all, because I'm like, man, how did you know all this stuff about me? You know, who talking <laughs> to you? And um, I was like, almost like, like what, who, who's showing you these things about me? And he was actually in the spirit because the spirit of God is talking to him and giving um, insight on what to write about for me. And um, he touched upon some things like I was, you know, like what I'm doing now on this podcast and stepping out and, you know, speaking up and not being afraid of what God has for me. And God just used him to, to touch upon these sensitive things about myself. So, so Lloyd, what may, <laughs> again, you know. <laughs> How did that happen? How did yeah. that happen? Yeah. The, the interesting part of this process is that I've learned how to wait on God. And basically, I, I just believe that whatever's going to happen, God's going to speak. Because one of the things that um, I love about God, is, and he spoke it to Job, and I think it's in Job 33, it says, uh, for God speaks one way, then he speaks another, yet man does not perceive it. And one of the things that I have found with all humanity is it's exactly what YouTube said uh, YouTube years ago. No, uh, you still haven't found what you're looking for. Well, most of us are trying to find ourselves. Hmm. And so we go on this long journey and we think we fit here and we think we fit there and and the wonderful thing is that when someone else speaks into your life as they perceive you, all of a sudden something clicks. And all I did was I just knew I wanted to write you a poem probably six months ago, but it never happened. That was for your book. And uh, I thought, oh, well, okay, I'll just wait. And, and nothing came. So then uh, after a phone call, I think, that we had, all of a sudden God showed me this amazing picture of a lion inside of a mouse. <laughs> now, can you imagine that? <laughs> um, it's quite a picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what I did was I just sat there and I just started articulating in the spirit what I was seeing represented in that picture because that's all it did. It was just seeing the lion inside the mouse and seeing the two integrating. And yet one, what it was really showing me was two natures inside the one. And when you're on, on, uh, on call and really in the zone, you become a lioness. And when you're at home, and just chilling out and everything, and uh, you got all the stuff and all the balls in the air, you 
you sort of back off into the mouse and you become shy and and uh, <laughs> person that doesn't sort of push you push yourself out there right and, right and that's what I saw so I just articulated that for you and um yeah it was fun <laughs> and that's that's how I work with this stuff because I just love the way that people um God uses people to actually speak to other people all the time and once we get into the rhythm of that and are received it becomes a fun beautiful time and and then you can actually come back to that person and say did you really see that how did you see that how did you articulate that and the conversation starts mm-hmm. so that's how it sort of happened and then after I wrote that one to you personally then the one that I wanted to write to you about your book fell on the page, literally. Wow. Okay. And I can read that for you, for our audience again. And it's called, um, what is that? Aha. (laughs) And it's like, everyone is incarcerated in prisons of self. That's the name of the jail. Self has too many cells to mention. Your insecurities, doubts, beliefs, cultures, and fears, just to mention a few. Your jailer is called AHA. AHA is not a name (laughs) You you use casually. It's shouted from rooftops. Everyone knows when you get it. AHA visits daily, but it's but is ignored. It's time you engage together because AHA has your key. It's the key called grace. You don't have to beg for this pardon. And remember the name of, uh, no, my book that's coming out is called A Prisoner's Pardon. And it's um, dealing with uh, recidivism and finding the answer um, to it. Um, because I have a twin brother that's been going in and out of prison and, um, And I found that I too was going in and out of a type of prison in itself, (laughs) like what you said. Mm. And it's just dealing with, you know, a lot of insecurities and not wanting to step out and take that chance and just follow what God would have for Mm. me to do. Because I feel like it's other people like me out there who have, you know, some issues about what you know I don't sound right I don't look right um I don't think that's <laughs> I don't think that's for me but um we've been talking about it in my church you know humility so yeah. it's really when you when you're talking about those fears it's really pride in a way you know it's really pride mm. so I'm not sometimes the thing that I see with humanity is and and it's quite funny that we're talking about this subject because it wasn't uh, something that we were going to talk about Mm so-called but um, I wrote a poem once or years ago probably when I first started and and I made this the first line was a statement and the statement was everyone suffers from the insecurity of confidence, of not having confidence. And 
One of the things that I believe that we as humans need to be uh, helping each other with is imparting and encouraging another, another person to step up and to be themselves and to find themselves and to get out there and do what they can with what they've got. Because once you get confident, all of a sudden the world opens up to you. Mm-hmm. That's wow. what's going to happen. You know, yeah, we, that's when you start roaring. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to just step out there and walk in what what's burdening you, what yeah. frustrates mm. you, what makes you angry, you know. Mm. And you shouldn't be waiting for other people to step in. Is maybe it should be you, mm. you know. And I think that's how you find out what is your calling in life. And your poems, you know, like I said before, I do keep keep it with me when I get lost and I'm not sure. I, you know, I pull this poem out, and um, it gives me insight to um, how God sees me and what He wants me to do and I think that's your gift that um, God has given to you to um, see in the spirit you know how what God is doing and what Mm. works to give to an individual who may be struggling or you know just need some encouragement because you you know you always do that for me with these poems and it's so prophetic and it's just the right thing I need to hear to that I can hold on to because you know what God has called us to do at times is not easy and we in um we owe God a debt you know because we belong to him and we are now on a mission to fulfill what he's put us here for and in a lot of times it's way above what we think we should be doing mm. But praise God that he said he would never leave us nor forsake us, you know. And what's what's the scripture you said earlier in second, was it second Corinthians? Oh, yeah. No, one Corinthians two one nine. Corinthians two nine. Yeah, that's right. That's a so, beautiful scripture. That's one of my what's one of my favorites, along with a million others. You say no ear, <laughs> you know, no. no. No, I I has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has it entered the heart of man, (laughs) everything that God has prepared for those who love him. Yes. And then then it goes on to say that he reveals it in the spirit. And there you go, a lot of times helping us. Yeah. To see. But you see, once Mm -hmm. you know who you are and you step Mm -hmm. into that place, there's, there's another verse that says, um that one about um that we to whom much is given much is expected and and yet we have this is a beautiful thing about god he actually gives you choices Hmm. now you don't have to do anything for him at all it's your choice if you choose to work with him it's the most enjoyable fun time your life could ever have that's when you actually find life and what you know and when you quoted that scripture earlier and um and I was like meditating on it and it's um you know God wants us to enjoy Mm. life he said he's the 23rd psalm Mm -hmm. you are my friend yes that's beautiful 
Yes, but you know, yeah, that's what in uh, the passion. What do you call that? Yeah, passion, passion translation. Okay, because it's <clears throat> shepherd in the King James, but um, yeah, it's it's you know that was a revelation for me when because I could be um just oh I have to do this I haven't doing that and mm. um, I still have a full time job over here I got to get this done and and um and that's exactly what the enemy wants us to to be is just distracted and running around and can't. Mm. feel the mission that God has given given us but I just want to say and I just want to encourage whoever's out there listening and need this word <clears throat> about God loves you and he said he'll mm. never leave you nor forsake you and he's the one imparted those gifts to you and you just need to just step out don't worry yeah. about how you look and how you may sound and you know mm. especially for for us that's in the spirit you know of Christ and stuff. We always going to support you and love you mm. and encourage you because you're our sisters in our, in our brothers in Christ, no matter where you are in this world, that's who your identity is. Cause I had a trouble with my identity at first. I didn't know who I was. So, mm. and in, um, God came along and he rescued me and he adopted you. It's the spirit of adoption, you know, it don't yeah. matter what, you know, okay, guys, I know you can't see Lloyd, but Lloyd is pretty white, okay? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> white, white you know, I'm and, seven, uh, 72. Yeah, 72. And, uh, but Lloyd and I are sisters and brothers. You know, I'm, I'm on the darker side. I've got dark brown, <laughs> not really dark, dark brown skin or whatever, you know, with the twist in my hair. And it's like, you know, what do you mean? That's not my brother. Who told you that? <laughs> we don't look alike, but we look alike in the spirit, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah. And it's just like we have known each other forever. And that's how it is with with um, <clears throat> children of the king. Yeah. That he's given us all that same spirit. So we don't we don't go for all that racism stuff. And, um, and because. When we got born again, we got born into the same family. He said, all tribes and all nations are yeah. going to worship him, you know, and, and going to be in that great day when we just serve our Lord. And that's just, I'm just so looking forward to uh, eternity and what God has planned for us. Um, we just see only a shadow. We see a lot of beautiful things here, but it's nothing compared to what God has for us and yeah. uh, just giving people hope. So Lloyd, what you you talked about the process a little bit about your poems and stuff, and now I believe this is your gift that God is giving you to help encourage um, um, the the family of God to to mm. like a call to action to move forward in their gift because God, you know, what did you say earlier? Like a, God is doing something right now, don't you think? Oh yeah. He's doing amazing things and and he's sorting us out so that we actually get on track with his stuff and stop being distracted because everyone gets distracted, even myself. I remember an Australian friend of mine says, oh, Lisa Lloyd, he said, you can get distracted by looking at a fly walking up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed like anything, but it was the truth. I get, I look at things, I see things. I love seeing uh, the sunset and the sunrise. I, I love seeing God's palette in the sky every single day because it's different. Yes, it's so beautiful, the things that 
he created and mm. we're all blessed um just yeah and and when you realize how blessed you are as a person and and how god wants to um have that real one-on-one relationship with you because when i first got saved god said to me i was walking across the paddock to get the cows and he said to me one day he said oh you can choose now whether you're going to walk with me or walk with the church. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, if you walk with the church, you're going to have trouble with me. And if you walk with me, you're going to have trouble with the church. Mm-hmm. And it's about that relationship. He wants to have that intimate relationship with you personally. And he wants to talk back and forth and encourage you and and really bring you through into accepting that he loves you because one of the biggest problems that we have when God says to us that he loves us the first thing we say is how can you when I do this or when I'm not perfect and when I'm this and that and he loves us unconditionally and yet our whole life has been brought up with all these conditions Mm -hmm. and it's so hard to say and flip over into the unconditional reception of God's love for us as a person Yes, I know I had a hard time accepting that at first because, you know, we, we grew up singing a song, yes, Jesus loves me. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know what I'm singing and like, what is love? I didn't know what love was. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, okay, he loved me. Okay, what well, it didn't mean anything because mm. I didn't know what it meant. So, mm. and um, I think that's a big issue now where people don't know what love is. And yeah. um, God is love. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't he doesn't do love, he is love. And that's the yeah. big difference. <laughs> yes. We we lot we we try to do love, but we're not love. Yes, we we we're trying to, you know, uh produce something. We think mm. it's just it's something, but what we're doing is duplicating his nature and he he created what was good. Anything yeah. we do, you know, that's anyway is good it's only because of him because we mm. we were born mm. in sin and we we, we mm. are naturally you know just tend to go towards that way and <laughs> <laughs> without being taught so um but doing good we it's a struggle <laughs> you know and um but we have our our god that's helping us with that it's fun doing life with god absolute yeah. joy yeah, so I encourage our listeners um, who 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 hear us here and just to to trust God and actually live. When you give your life over to God, that's actually when you start to live. When you die to yourself and yeah. um, give yourself over to Him to direct you and to um, guide you in all things, and you know, just your steps are then ordered by Him. It's not what you want to do. It's what he called you to do. And Christ is our model. You know, he mm. said, I do the will of the father, you know, mm. and that's what. And he, we, yeah. And he's the one with all the keys. <laughs> <laughs> so he can, uh, he can let you out of any cell that you're in because he's the one who carries the keys of your freedom. So, but you got to find out from him which right. one it is. So, Lloyd, tell us. Um, <laughs> 
you know, about your your new endeavors that's going on with your poetry writing? Because maybe, you know, someone wants to have a poem done for themselves or for a relative mm. or for a, 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 a birthday, a yeah, yeah. wedding. Once I started writing poetry for people way back, 40 years ago it was, um, I've been writing ever since and I've got, I've got thousands of them now. But the ones I get the most fun from are the personal ones I write and then people like you say, wow, how did you get that? Oh, you must be a fly on my wall. When did you come here? <laughs> Etc. And so what I've decided to do is to go back to these, this the beginning and, um, and say to myself, all right, I'm going to offer this as a service. Mm -hmm. So I'll send you a link because I'm, I'm just about to push the button on it, probably today or tomorrow, mm -hmm. and you can put it in your show notes. And uh, I'm going to run a service where I write a poem for each person that submits their details and the reason that they want the poem written for. And I've written for all sorts of things, birthdays, funerals, uh, just straight romantic poems too. Oh, wow. I, I, I've got a, a book that I'm about to put up on Amazon with romantic poems. So I do have a heart. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're, are you uh, you're a uh, romance and you're ready to write yeah. stuff like that? Okay. Yeah. All right. So who needs Hallmark, you guys? We got Lloyd Portman. I call it the Lloyd poems for me. Do you have a Lloyd? <laughs> Do you have a Lloyd poem? Because uh, it's so hard. You know, when I'm looking for cars at times and I'm like, I'm like, mm, yeah. nope, that doesn't fit. Nope, that doesn't sound nothing like the person that I'm trying to get this card from. But um, I'm just letting you all know that you can get a personalized poem that nobody has and nobody will ever have because it's unique and it's written by <laughs> Lloyd. I call it the Lloyd poems. And I, <laughs> you know, you generally I would get rid of cards. I don't have cards long as I'm like, why? But this, this is so unique. I'm like holding on and that's unusual for me. So I'm like, oh, okay. I have to keep this because it's telling me something not, it's telling me about my future. It's mm. telling me where I am, where I'm going. So yep. this is the type of um, literature that will always be a part of you you know and i, I really really suggest it's you. a poem that has life yes it's living that's right it's living and active like a sharp sword you know i know when um we used to in um evangelistic church some of the um, charismatic church when i used to go that they used to have these um people that um talk about things like this and you know like for such a time as this and stuff yeah. but um I think this is more um, accurate speaking and because of my own experience with you um, in, in that, I think people are looking for this, you know, looking mm. for um, this to be a guide for them and helping them understand that what God has for them. And, mm. um, and they need to do it because we need everybody working in their gift. There's, there's no way that, you know, I've seen people, in prison a lot of prisoners and they actual prisoners they're so gifted it's like yeah 
where are you here? You know, you have Man. so much to give the world. I mean, they are, they can draw, they can mm. cook, they can um, actually write as well. You know, these are very gifted people that's right now, they made through mistakes and they're locked up right now. But we also have Christians who are walking around outside of the physical prison, but in a spiritual one and not mm. working in their gifts. So they're kind of, institutionalize themselves yeah. differently but it's the same effect where the enemy just have them scared to step out mm. into their calling what god has them for them to <clears throat> so yeah so what 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 do you want to say now we're about to end our program right now yeah. and what what's the last thing you want to just give for um as advice or just to say to the listeners here the interesting thing about people being in prison, that's a prophetic sign of the giftedness every person has. Mm -hmm. And the wonderful thing is that when you look at the thumbprint on your hand, it's different from everyone else's. There's even identical twins have got different thumbprints. Hmm. Yeah. You know? I didn't know that until I researched it. And Every one of us has a different way of expressing the same thing. It doesn't matter how it is. Mm -hmm. And the uniqueness of every single person needs to be known to themselves so that they stop actually comparing themselves with everyone else. That's the because once they accept themselves and walk in their own destiny, they find life. Well, amen to that. And yeah, that is the absolutely worst thing to do is start comparing yourself. Yep. And we all do it. We <laughs> And we got to, nope, let me stay on my road. But yeah, that's <clears throat> it for um, our show today, folks. I hope you enjoyed our guest today, uh, Mr. Lloyd Portman out of New Zealand. So I'm from again, New Zealand. New Zealand. <laughs> Good day. Did you say good day there? <laughs> good day. Yeah. Bye, bye for now. Bye for <laughs> we now. usually say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll be putting all, all the information about Lloyd so that um, anyone that's interested in getting a personalized <clears throat> port, uh, poem made that you can have that information. But um, I thank you so much for joining us today, Lloyd, and just mm. God, God bless. Thank, thank you very much, Michelle. It was wonderful. As always. You take care, yeah. okay? All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast with Mishi J. We pray that you've been blessed by today's episode. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Don't wait. Subscribe now so you'll be automatically notified when a new show is aired. Because it very well may have been the show that gives you the answers you've been searching for. Now, if you suspect you're in a spiritual prison, Mishi J has provided a questionnaire on how to tell if you're in one. Free of charge, she's providing this to our listeners. Just go to the episode show notes and download this valuable resource. Now, until our next inspiring show, God bless.